With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Doing great. Doing great? Doing great. Um, didn't you love our our friends from New Zealand, their response on Twitter to, like, getting that New Zealand episode of the Pop Shop they, last week? They, they, they had um, a little, like, dancing disco person. They were so cute. Yeah, Drax. we're talking about Drax Project, Right, by last the way. week's episode. Yes, it was really sweet. I loved it. Uh, did they say something special about it? No, I just liked that. They tweeted about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I like that they tweeted about it. That's... that's <laughs> And also, we're pimping last week's episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen <laughs> um, to that. But also listen to this one. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I never do that line, so I wasn't even looking at no, it. No, I'm giving you this line to do this week. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we'll be talking about big chart news from Logic, who scores his third number one album on the Billboard 200 chart, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's splashy debut on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart with I Don't Care, along with discussions about the music videos for I Don't Care and Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. They came out on the exact same day. How Rihanna has confirmed she is working on a reggae album and DJ Khaled's new album that has 5 billion approximate music videos to go along with it. Correct. That's the correct number. Yes. Plus, we have an interview with rising singer-songwriter A.J. Mitchell. The artist who just turned 18 earlier this month is enjoying his first Billboard chart hit with the single All My Friends, which has hit the top 30 of the Pop Songs Airplay chart. In our interview, we talk about how he got discovered via social media how he was pursued by a lot of labels until he signed with Epic Records, and how he's super pumped to release his new album. So stay tuned for that a little bit later. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, so first up, let's talk about some charts. We have a few. We are Billboard. We've got charts. There's a couple charts. We've got we've got more than a handful. Hmm. Uh, Logic notches his third number one album on the Billboard 200 chart as Confessions of a Dangerous Mine debuts atop the tally. Now, the set starts with 80,000 equivalent album units earned in the week ending May 16th, according to Nielsen Music. And of that sum... 
24,000 were in album sales. It was overwhelmingly powered by streaming activity, as per usual for hip-hop albums. Yes. Fun fact, Logic's album is the third with the word Confessions in its title to hit number one, following Madonna's (laughs) Confessions on a Dance Floor and Usher's Confessions. I also looked up how many number one albums have included the word uh, Dangerous. Okay. I'm guessing Michael Jackson was one of them. Michael Jackson's Dangerous. Yes. Uh, the soundtrack to Dangerous Minds. Oh, I've got another one. Beyonce's Dangerously in Love. And if you count Dangerously. Right, right. Uh, that would be in there too. And I think there was one more. Oh, shoot. There was one more that I've forgotten. I was going to ask you if you have seen the movie Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. <laughs> no, that has Sam. Sam Rockwell, Rockwell. directed by George Clooney. Oh. Yeah, he directed it. And it was wasn't it about uh It's about the guy the Barris the show. Chuck Barris, is Chuck that Barris. right? Who uh yeah, he hosted the Gong show yep. and said he was a CIA agent. It was never like confirmed because obviously those are very secretive things, mm. but uh yeah, it's a it's a really like crazy bonkers movie. I'm guessing Logic enjoys it. Oh. <laughs> um well over on the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart, where Lil Nas X's Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus is holding firm at the reins at number one. Oh, goodness. For a seventh straight week. We are in. How long will this thing be number one? Do you want to, shall, we, shall we just take it? This is not part of the script. Well, we know it'll be at least eight weeks because, as we're going to talk about, he released a very uh, popular new music video for the song this week. So, like, it's, that's going to go on next week's chart. I'm going to say 11. I like 11. Um, I feel like it could be more, though. Especially considering Radio the, the people gaining. he's taken down. <laughs> like, the people in his wake. Yeah, well, um, well we're going to get to that yeah, right now. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, I okay, if you're saying 11, I'm going to say a dozen. Yeah. Okay. I think that's very plausible. Yeah. Um, okay, so, it's number one for a seventh straight week. Meanwhile, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber's, uh, I guess we can call it a duet. Yeah, equal billing. Yeah. Uh, Co-build song, uh, I Don't Care, debuts straight in at number two. Now, if I Don't Care doesn't go any higher than number two, it will mark the fourth single that has been blocked from number one by Old Town Road, following Shawn Mendez's, Mendez's? Shawn Mendez's? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird when Basically. you have an S at the end. Sean Mendez's <laughs> If I Can't Have You. Oh, still love that song, guys. Uh, which debuted at number two uh, last week. Yes. And then Taylor Swift's Me featuring Brendan Urie, which zoomed from number 100 to number two three weeks ago. Yep. And then Post Malone's Wow, which actually stalled at number two uh, three weeks for three weeks in total. Um, one of those weeks was behind Ariana Grande's Seven Rings, and then two of them were behind Old Town Road. So I still think it counts technically yeah. because, you know, either one of those, any one of those three weeks, it could have been number one had it not been for Old Town Road or yep. Ariana. Yep. Um, I think Gary Trust, who manages the Hot 100, has written about this particular interesting statistic on Billboard.com. If he hasn't, he probably will very soon, or he'll probably even talk about it in his Chartbeat podcast. Yeah. Because... Uh, what Old Town Road is doing in terms of blocking these songs that should normally be number mm-hmm. one um, is fairly unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think he might be uh, comparing that to other songs that have done something similar in the past. Yeah. Um, also, I think it's just kind of, 
thwarting the planned... The establishment. The establishment of what they assumed would be probably number one singles. I mean, if anybody Taylor had and Sean told you and that Taylor Swift... Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber are going to do a duet. Oh, yeah. that's number one. Oh, well, exactly. Sorry, Lil Nas X has something to tell you. Yeah. And I think like maybe Sean wouldn't have expected to debut straight to number one. That's not his MO or hasn't been his MO. But like clearly this was a huge song. But that, but Taylor. Taylor. I think Taylor's the one that's just like, really? Really? Yeah. Uh, Taylor can't even do it. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see Ed and Justin and Lil Nas X go head to head yet again next week right. on the chart because both of them released their music videos for these two songs on Friday. So it started with Ed and Justin's song, which um, has this little cheeky new video. Um, which saw the two superstars popping in and out of crazy scenes and costumes, thanks to some thanks to some green screen magic. Lots of green screen. <laughs> I, I guess we can call it magic. In yeah, quotes. I mean, they, I, it was purposefully very Purpose? crude. Yeah, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that was that was not purposeful, mm. but it was very, you know, crude looking technology. You. Get out of here. Anyway, um, the video gave me real uh, John Mayer New Light vibes. There's you with a John Mayer reference. Yeah, well, you already brought up Madonna on this episode, so (laughs) you know, get out of here, get out of (laughs) here. But seriously, um, you know, they were they were trying to make it be like real. I mean, like one costume that I think Bieber's wearing is like a ear of corn, and then like the green, you know, stalks or whatever coming from the corn can't be seen on the green screen because they're green. Right. So it's just this floating corn head. Like it just like purposely looks bad. Are are they are they are the two of them actually ever Great question. In I mean I know they're side by side in that pool shot where yeah, they're both but, on chairs, but I don't know if they were actually in the studio together. They didn't need to be. Well they're actually but see they put out those promotional pictures of them where they're like standing next to them and they're like it's a prom shot. So maybe yeah, they were there in the maybe, studio together. Maybe. I don't um, know. What do you I mean do you like the video? Um, it's fine. It's, it, it feels like, it feels like they didn't care very much. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> it's not what I would expect from a video from artists of those, of that caliber. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing see, feels a little throwaway. People really like the song. Like, it's a very catchy little song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you and I seem to be also a little underwhelmed yeah. by the song. <laughs> I mean, compared to, you know, uh, uh I don't care. Lil Nas X's uh, video is rather epic. Well, exactly. Yeah. I think some might say cinematic. Cinematic. Um, it's actually referred to in the title, the YouTube title of the video, as a movie. Well, at least they didn't call it a visual. Love doing that. Um, yeah, but compared to the sort of like low budge graphics of I don't care, uh, it's it is basically a movie. The uh, Old Town Road video. And uh, obviously, this song needed some extra promotion, so they had to put a video out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have they didn't even have to bother with a video at this uh, point. It has real Blazing Saddles vibes because we've got Lil Nas X riding his horse through an old Western movie, and then there's a little time traveling element involved where they skip to the year 2019, and just like people are sort of flummoxed by the Black Cowboy in 1889. They're still flummoxed by the Black Cowboy in 2019. Right. Doesn't become any less like weird or jarring, which he kind of is going through like a city street and people are just staring him down as he wears his like, you know, cowboy hat and like old timey outfit. Anyway, super cute little video. There's cameo. It's not little. Super cute, very high budget video where uh, Chris Rock pops up in the in the beginning in the Western scene. Diplo pops up. Playing whatever that instrument's a called, washboard. washboard sure. Um, in a 2019 bingo scene. So 
Anyway, just watch the video. Just watch the video because <laughs> he needs the extra views. He does. He does. Um, some other big news that came out this week. Uh, Rihanna confirms that her next album is going to be a reggae album. That makes perfect sense. It makes all the sense in the world. I'm excited about it. Um, she sat down with the New York Times T Magazine for an interview that was actually conducted with playwright Jeremy O'Harris in London. Rihanna doesn't do very many interviews, so this is very bizarre that she did the interview period but then it's with this playwright and it's for the new york times magazine and it's all very interesting mm-hmm. she talked of course about her fenty collaboration with lvmh which is the louis vuitton fashion house louis vuitton moe hermes i yes, believe is correct yes all run by uh san or uh selma hayek's husband super billionaire oh really yeah he oh. like runs the show yeah um and then, of course, the the topic switched to her highly anticipated ninth album. Um, she said she's hard at work on her reggae album, which remains without a release date. And she admits that she's leaning toward R9 for the title, since that's what fans keep bum-rushing her with on Twitter. Huh. Uh, she said, quote, So far, it's just been R9 thanks to the Navy. I'm about to call it that, probably, because they have haunted me with this R9, R9, when is R9 coming out? How will I accept another name after that's been burned into my skull? She also debunked a few online rumors regarding possible collaborations uh, that are on the horizon. Um, She said that there wasn't anything finished with Lady Gaga, but that she wouldn't rule it out in the future. She said, quote, maybe because she followed me on Instagram. That's why people probably assumed that something was in the works with the two of them. She said, it's not in the books right now, but I'm not against it. So we're, of course, here for that. She does not. She she's swiftly turning into sort of a Beyonce in, oh, I in, don't in, know the last time she did an interview. She's yeah. definitely done the Beyonce route of taking beautiful Photos. photo shoots and uh, maybe writing a letter or yeah. something. It's like, let me give you some quotes about things. Exactly. Like my favorite flowers. And talks whatever. a lot about her Fenty beauty products and whatnot, but not a lot about music recently. So I thought it was so interesting. Like when she was on the cover, I think it was what Vogue. Mm-hmm. I think it was Vogue. Mm-hmm. Um, like a month or two ago. And it was those really striking images with all sorts of like incredible makeup. And it wasn't just... American, I'm, I think it was like American Vogue and British Vogue and some other Vogue. And I was like, oh, is there an interview? I think I was telling you, is there an interview inside? No, it's just like no. a pictorial. And then I realized, oh, all that makeup, it's her own Fenty line of makeup. Yeah. Like, she's no dummy. She is. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, the thing. It's like you whatever got, you, she needs to promote. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to be on the cover of Vogue. I won't give you an interview, yeah. yet I'll be advertising my Fenty makeup. Yeah, exactly. Smart girl, that Rihanna. <sighs> and another... Self-promotional legend, DJ Khaled. Who has collaborated with Rihanna in the past. (laughs) Indeed. Um, He released his heavily hyped new album, Father of Assad, on Friday. It's supposed to come out last year, by the way. Yeah, I mean, when I say heavily hyped, I mean he's been talking about it for like a year, Mm -hmm. at least. But um, he has released it with a storm of music videos. I'm just going to read off the list of what's come out so far. Uh, It started with uh, the video for Hire, which features John Legend and the late Nipsey Hussle. And Khaled announced last week that all proceeds from that song are going to benefit Nipsey's children, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he probably, even Khaled has limits to his self-promotion. I think he probably didn't want to look like he was trying to make money off of this man's passing. Yeah. And so, um, so he's giving all that money to his family, which is great. And the video is beautiful, by the way. He shot it with Nipsey days before his death, so oh. it's a legitimate music video starring Nipsey Hussle, and it's and the the lyrics and the video are all sort of like you know one of those things, kind of like Tupac, where they they reference his death and his life before he even died. Yeah. Anyway, it's beautiful. Check that out. So the next video after that was um, 
for Just Us featuring SZA, then Celebrate with Travis Scott and Post Malone, then Jealous with Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, and Big Sean, then Holy Mountain featuring Buju Banton, Sizzla, Movado, and 070 Shake, You Stay featuring Meek Mill, J Balvin, Lil Baby, and Jeremiah, and as of our recording, the last video to drop was Wish Wish featuring Cardi B and 21 Savage, which arrived on Monday. Oh, and he also performed on SNL with eight of his closest friends and collaborators on Saturday night for the season finale of the show. What did DJ Khaled actually do during the performances? He just stands there. DJ Khaled. Listen, I actually, I love DJ Khaled's whole deal, and he puts out some good music. But the SZA video, which I watched, which is actually another very cinematic video, it kind of looks like the 300 or, you know, like Gladiator or something. Like, it's got a very old, you know, Roman vibe. And he kind of talks a lot and just drops these nuggets in the song. And you're just like, just let me listen to SZA. You know, like, gotta, he goes, this is what an angel sounds like. Like when SZA's singing. And it's like, she's singing. She's singing. <laughs> let, let the let angel, the angel speak. sing. <laughs> let the angels talk. We want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> so oh this video came out on Friday. Um, or I'm sorry. This album came out on Friday. Keith, is there any indication how it might perform on the Billboard 200 next week? Well, one note, all these videos will not, they Count don't direct, the they're charts. not counting towards the album chart. Right. Um, the album chart, the Billboard 200, all of our consumption charts include album sales, uh, track sales, and then on-demand audio streams. Yeah. These videos are video streams, so. Which will count toward the Hot 100, but yes. not toward the Billboard 200 so album he chart. Could, he, could, he could swamp the Hot 100 with all these things. Oh, yeah. That and Nipsey Hussle video will. probably will do great numbers. Who knows? Probably won't beat Old Town Road, but yes, it will do well. Right. Um. <laughs> Well, I don't have a forecast quite yet. Um, the interesting thing is that DJ Khaled's album, Father of Assad, was released on the same day, and that's through Epic Records, which is a label on Sony Music. It was released on the same day as Tyler, the Creator's new album, Igor, uh, which was released on Columbia Records, which is another Sony label. Ah. So Sony has two competing hip-hop projects against one another. Uh, if... If I'm to believe what I'm hearing in the scuttlebutt of the universe, it could be a battle for number one between these two albums. And I think part of the reason why forecasts are so hard to do right now, as of this recording on Monday, um, and even even if you were listening to this, say, on Thursday morning, you know, on the last day of the tracking week, it still could be difficult to predict because I'm assuming both artists and labels are going to pull ev- pull out every stop they can to figure out like where they can find every last sale yeah. and every last stream um, because I think both artists probably want to be number one. Well, but it's interesting the, the fact that they share Sony in common because it's think usually a label figu- v label situation. You, you think someone would have figured out some street dates and said, you know, maybe we should put out a different <laughs> album then. But I mean, we've seen the same thing happen with within um, like the Universal family of mm. labels. Like we've had Interscope and Republic going up against one another. Remember um, it, a couple months ago, it was like the week after the Academy Awards, and A Star Is Born was vying for number one to return to number one at the same time Ariana Grande's Thank You Next looked like it could hold on to number one. And suddenly, like, both albums, who had already been number one, yeah. were locked in a battle for in number one. a heated one. battle. I'm like, yo, yo, come on. You're both on the same, but it's like siblings will battle each other for mom's attention, yes. which I think is happens Kurt, I, all the time. I know you don't understand this reference because you don't watch the NBA, but... Currently, Seth and Steph Curry are playing against each other in the NBA semifinals. They're on different teams. They're on different teams. Mom and dad are sitting in the stands and having 
the greatest time because they all they win regardless. Right. And they're like rooting all for they both do is of win. their sons. All they do is win, said DJ Khaled. Ta dun dun. Full circle. <laughs> um, well, now it is time for our interview with AJ Mitchell. The 18-year-old who just turned 18 a few days ago. He was a mere 17 when we chatted with him. Incredible. He uh, stopped by the office recently for a great chat about his rise to notoriety and how he got his first hit with All My Friends. Uh, He was just 13 years old when he started posting videos of him singing on social media, and that quickly turned into an opportunity at just 14 to move to Los Angeles. Now, just a few short years later, he's got a record deal with Epic Records, an album project on the way, and his first Billboard chart hit. He's doing pretty well. I'd say. So take a listen to our interview with A.J. Mitchell. They say that love is true. I'll find somebody new. Everybody looking like a honeymoon. But all that I've been looking for is me and you. Welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast, A.J. Mitchell. Hey. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine, but uh, you should be doing better. Yeah, we're not as good as you you're, are. Yeah, you, oh. you're, you're <laughs> why si- not? You're signed to a record label, and you've got a hit single, so you know. Oh, well, it's a little that bit helps. slightly cooler. <laughs> the levels of cool and like. Oh uh, no, you, you guys know, are cool. Good. You guys are super cool. <laughs> you're saying all the right things, AJ. Um, because so, you got the snacks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we told AJ about the snack closet. All right, so seriously though, you've got your first charting hit on Billboard's charts with "All My Friends." Yeah, it's a top forty hit on our Pop Songs Airplay chart, which actually measures the most played songs on mainstream top forty radio in the U.S. So you have one of the forty most played songs on top forty radio. Yeah, congratulations! It's the most insane thing to ever happen to me in my life. Like it's it's so surreal. Um, how does it feel to have this song, you know, be kind of like your your breakthrough hit and and you know with audiences in such a big way? It's it's. Honestly, the craziest, the craziest thing, especially I'm, I'm, I'm really happy it's with this song too, because it's more mature than the last music I put out. But it's also, um, I'm turning 18 soon, so this song kind of like matures think, me. Right? Yeah, I'm 17 <laughs> right now. 18 next month, May 17th. Happy, yeah. happy early birthday. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, the, how can you compare it? You know, this song to some of the previous songs. You said it's a little bit more mature, and I think. If people had your EP from last year, there were some mm-hmm. dancey moments on it. Yeah, um, like, and hate this that one is you. more full-on kind of like ballady with you playing piano in the video yeah it's it's kind of super different yeah it's kind of like ballad but also like when it hits the chorus it's just like it just feels feels huge so like you get some of that ballad but you also get some of like the the pop into it like that big pop it's ready for a dance remix it is yeah we got (laughs) we actually got some yeah coming soon yes we do yeah from your lips <laughs> there's there's a team of people here with aj so there's really dance mixes coming you guys yeah. no one <laughs> there's sort of weird nods that go they're in sort of a lying. circle ah. they're not doing yes or no really there are dance mixes yeah maybe i wasn't supposed to say that that's probably nope, why. too late now <laughs> <laughs> hate Oops. to tell you but we're recording this. yes oh uh, perfect hey um you mentioned soon. that your birthday is just next month and that you turn 18 yes. have you have you already graduated high school like where so are you i'm gonna school? be yeah I, I do online school mm-hmm. um i started doing online school like sophomore year mm-hmm. wow because i went to public school my whole life until freshman year and that's when i moved out to la um but yeah i've, do, I've been doing online school i have one more month left and mm-hmm. then i don't have to think about it ever again i'm excited congratulations <laughs> but i'm excited i'm a, i'm a graduating so when you graduate i because i i went to normal school mm-hmm. um do you get to walk in a ceremony anywhere or do what's your where's your diploma from like <laughs> online high school.com or what it's um i honestly i have no idea i don't think 
there's like a ceremony where people like you walk can down buy a cap and gown and, and do it. it on like your Instagram. Yeah, story I could like do it like that would <laughs> be down a great the street for Instagram. Where my parents are all lined up clapping like two people. <laughs> you can have your own little graduation party. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. <laughs> Invite fans. Oh, that's, that's actually a good idea. You can play your play own some new music. There you go. Play the remix. Uh-huh. It's like we're working for marketing remix. for Epic or something. Yeah, it's hilarious. Great plan. Feel free to hire us. <laughs> um, so I actually saw an interview where you said that you moved to Illinois when you were two months old mm-hmm. because you were born in California. Yeah, I was actually born in Fairfield, California. That is where I am from. Are you serious? That is where I was from. That's so crazy. That's so I, cool. I, I saw this interview. I'm like, wait, wait, did he just say Fairfield? <laughs> I was born there. No way. No, I lived there for more than two months. We're family. Yeah. <laughs> we're family. See? <laughs> Technically, yes. We are yeah. from the same yeah, Probably exactly. the same hospital, honestly. Seriously. Well, uh, I are there know, a few? I feel like in the time elapsed between his birth <laughs> okay. and mine, there might have been, been more maybe than one hospitals. <laughs> um, but your, pa- your parents lived there, I guess, because one of them was somehow affiliated with the military somehow? Yeah, so my mom's. Um, my mom's dad was a. Um, it was in the military, so she was like a military. Air Force. She was. She was born in Spain. Oh, oh wow! So she was. She uh, moved around everywhere, and when she ended up in California, that's when she met my dad. She was at a store or something. My dad was. Um, um, what, what do you call it? The cashier mm. or whatever. And that's that's how they met. That's how they met. Yeah, that's how oh, they met. And that's then, nice. I think they like one year passed and they got married. So that was it was pretty. It quick was, that's decision. a good love story. Yeah, I like a that love story. And then um, yeah, so. Born in California, and then moved to Illinois to be closer to family. Mm. Wow! Right, now, now I'm back. But so is the family. The you're family's still back technically too. Technically, Californian though. Technically, right? We, yeah. you can claim both states. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I can. I'll cl- I can claim both. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, in, in a pinch. I like California. I'm gonna play that up but as I'll, long I'm as I'm I can. Definitely, I definitely. I would definitely say like I'm from Illinois since I'm like. That's where I was raised. Yeah, my whole yeah you don't life. really have any memories of two months old being in. No. Have, right. you, have you been back to Fairfield ever since? I haven't. Oh. If you ever, driving, I actually drove by when there was like a sign that said Fairfield, California. I almost wanted 80. to, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I almost wanted to go and just like see, but I ended up not and able to do it. you got so before you came out to LA, you started posting videos online, right? And that's mm-hmm. how you ended up out here. Um, so what age were you when you started posting things on social? Um, I started posting things when I was thirteen. Okay, wow. Um, just just to see like what my friends would think and. Yeah. They were like, yo, man, you good? Like, keep posting more. So it gave me the confidence to just, like, keep posting more videos. Um, not only just covers, but original music that I was writing at the mm-hmm. time, too. So I was putting that out there. And then one day, randomly, I got a shout-out from this page. They had a million followers. It was called Tuesday Hordes Chicos. And it's, I got, it's what called? Mike? It was what? called Tuesday Hordes Chicos. It was okay. in, yeah, it's Spanish. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so it was actually, it was actually really funny. What does really that mean? Funny. Do we know? Um, I think it means, like, well, Tuesday Hordes Chicos. It was is like it, some like, boy. the better men? The better man? Your better man? <laughs> I don't know. I think Mayores is better. Mejores. And Chico's, Chico's is definitely boys yeah. or men. So, okay. So, okay you, anyway. Oh, man. I should not be translating. Yeah, this is not good. We yeah. should have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's totally wrong. Yeah. Like, that's we need Sancio back. Yeah. Where is Sancio? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So anyway, they, yeah, did, they sent you They a did that. I got 15,000 followers in one day. It was the like, best day of my life. Um, does, this, does this Instagram still exist? Are you I think it yet? does. I don't, I don't know. I, you I keep think talking. I I'll look. <laughs> they, they still post like singing videos and like. Where were you posting originally? Like, which uh, were you on Twitter, Instagram? Like Instagram. Where, uh, Instagram. Yeah, okay. I didn't have a Twitter. Um, I had a Facebook at the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a Facebook when I was like twelve, and I did, actually didn't want to switch over to Instagram. But all my friends were like, "Yo, you gotta hop on Instagram." That's where they were. Cool. Your friends were probably right. Yeah, that's they were where, right. <laughs> that's where things and were heading. Of them, that's you know. On Are you no. finding the yeah, it's page? Not this one though. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Is it not? no, no, no. It's not that. <laughs> Definitely not that one. <laughs> Definitely not that one. I'm like, is yeah. it that? No, no, no. we're closing that one. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Okay, moving on. 
Um, oh so I just missed what he just said. Well, no, he was posting on Instagram, which, Instagram. Was, which mm-hmm. made me wonder because we were looking at, you know, there's, of course, amazing success stories of people posting online. Like Sean Mendes came from Vine and Justin Bieber posting on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you know, did you look at people like that and think like, I could just do this for myself, too? Like, I don't need to wait for a deal or something. I just post stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of another reason that um, I wanted to start posting videos because I saw other people um, gaining, a, gaining a fan base just from posting videos and I was like you know maybe I can do that as well yeah and it worked obviously (laughs) yeah very fortunate that I got that shout out in and then and then basically they like they pimped you on their on their platform yeah brought you a whole bunch of followers how many followers Mm -hmm. did you have before that I had like 2,000 wow just from just from like friends and family Mm -hmm. like in my hometown and then suddenly like boom it's funny how like one like shout out or like one like Can I mean, really we t- take off. We've, mm-hmm. we've weirdly seen that here at Billboard. Like if Bieber like quote tweets someone on staff, suddenly everyone's like, I have like 500 new followers. And I don't know where they came from. It's yeah. like Bieber. It, yeah, he quote something Bieber. happened with Bieber. If he posts anyone, they're the answer followers. is Bieber. It's like Selena mentioned you. What? So so it's I I also read though at some point you caught the attention of another like big account, mm-hmm. Jake Paul. Yeah, who DM'd you mm-hmm. and basically said yo come to los angeles yeah basically he was like hey i have a cool opportunity for you which was his social media group um which for me at the time i was like this is a such a great opportunity oh, yeah. he has like 10 million followers it was like the first time a verified checkmark dm me i was like whoa what's going on right now and um my parents are very supportive so they let me go out to la my mom came with me uh, we came out to la met up with him and the opportunity was to join the social media group we all lived in the same house and i was um giving my, some of my social media followers to them. They were um, giving their social media followers to me mm. by just posting with each other. Mm-hmm. So it was a great, it was a great um, concept. Yeah. And after a while, it just became more of um, like comedy, social media stuff. and Less of the music. And also, yeah, less, less of the music. Right. And, and for me, I didn't want to get caught in that, so, in like a influencer, social mm-hmm. media um, personality. I wanted to become like an artist. And right. I didn't want people to take my music as a joke. Because they were posting like parody videos of other songs. Yeah. I didn't want to be associated with that. So after a while, um, being in the group was great for the couple months that I was in. Yeah. Um, but then it just started to go downhill from there. And I was like, All right, I'm gonna, I need to transition out. So I ended up leaving the group. And that's when I met my manager. And that's when things kind of got started. You're a smart man because obviously music is the priority for you. Yeah, so that's what you wanted to focus so, on. Yeah, it's always the, been the priority. Yeah. For Though me. I feel like, I mean, I actually watched like a lot of the, I think, vines that you were doing when you were with, it's Team 10, right? Is yeah, that, Team 10. Is that yeah, what it's yeah, called? That's, that's is that what the kids call it? Oh, that's okay. it. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you were, you were singing for the most for the most part in a lot of them. Yeah, like, even if exactly. it was like something funny, like you would still be like legit singing a song. Yeah, exactly. Or it would just be clips of you singing. So it seems like you were always still being a musician yeah. yeah i was yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to do like anything too um, well we know jake paul is a little bit crazy with the stuff <laughs> he's definitely so a little we, bit crazy so i try to he's, he's kind of a polarizing figure yeah. some could say very definitely. you know in a, in a very I neutral could. way <laughs> um so how old were you when you moved to la and to do all that yeah so i moved to la when i was 14 wow but your mom came with you my mom came with me the first time and, and then, then it was like we'll let you go and be a teenager then, in la yeah then oh, she, shut up no she, it was the hardest it was the hardest thing for her to do it oh, was so man. hard for her she's obviously so supportive though she supportive. came out here with you in the first yeah, place she and... came out she came out met with everyone she's like all right like where did you I wanna... live i lived in the house with all of them oh, oh my man. god wait okay so <laughs> i know it sounds it there, sounds like... crazy it sounds like absolutely nuts like a bunch of kids <laughs> living in the house but it, it, it does it, i'm honestly... sure there's adult supervision everything was fine yeah <laughs> 
something sure. something like that. Sure. Something everything like that. was fine. No, everything it's not like he was probably was fine. eighteen I mean, in the mix. I'm sure. Yeah, someone was, was probably legal. It was just fine. someone just turned eighteen. It was great. It yeah, was great. everything was fine. Um, well. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, like it sounds crazy, but it, nothing, nothing was like actually that abnormal. Yeah. Like, well, so when you made when you made the decision to to leave that team, what did that mean for like your living arrangement? Like, where did you? Move yeah. So to? then, like, then after in that, a car? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, hopefully not. Living on the streets. Right. No, actually, right. W- once I moved um, and got out of that, that's when I said like my manager. Um, that's when I met my manager, and mm-hmm. so I lived with him for a year and a half. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah. And you and your parents were they were were they coming back every so often to like check Yeah, every once you? in a while my mom would come out mm-hmm. like every like two weeks or every like month or so. Oh, she, yeah. she would okay. come down. So yeah, yeah. exactly. She wow. couldn't stay like too long. You've had like the craziest life as a teenager. Seriously. It was, that's, it, that's it's been a crazy journey, but it's been one of the best journeys and yeah. I get to do what I love every day. So And obviously you've been doing this, I mean, posting and everything for like four years. So, you know, to some people who are just getting to know you, they might think it's like an overnight success right. sort of thing. Yeah, but you clearly have been hustling for a yeah, while. Yeah, I've I've always been, you know, just trying to get my music out and I just want people to know that I'm a songwriter, and You've been writing this since is the music I've been doing. I've been writing my whole life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that start? You said, yeah, as we were looking, we saw six years old is when you started writing songs. Like, mm-hmm. is that just something that just seemed natural to you? Like, oh, I'm gonna write a song now. Yeah, it was pretty natural. I guess my dad, he was learning how to play the piano, and mm. he was writing songs um, just for just as a hobby. And I kind of saw that, and I was like, I want to do that myself. Hopped on the piano when I was like six, started messing around, and I wrote a song. Um, actually, like, yeah, um, when I was six and wrote my first song that day, and after that, I was like, whoa, this is fun. <laughs> so it just became a hobby of mine. It was, like, before school, after school, even during school, I'd, like, go in the music room and, like, sneak in the piano and, like, just <laughs> play and write. Um, but any chance I, any chance I had, I'd, like, I just, I loved it. Yeah. Did you I take, get away from it. Did you take, like, proper, like, lessons, piano lessons when you were little? I took lessons. I wouldn't say proper lessons because <laughs> um, my piano teacher, his name's Gary, we would just, like, jam out for 30 minutes the whole time and um it was it was actually super cool like he wasn't like i'm gonna teach you how to play classical music it was like we're gonna do what you want to do and i loved the beatles at the time so we got a beatles book Mm -hmm. had like all their songs in it and i would go in and we'd just learn a song every day and i that was that was really helpful that's smart it wasn't like you didn't lose interest no i didn't lose interest. yeah exactly exactly and like once we did start to um because actually he saw it like once we started to learn how to play classical music like i started to lose interest yeah. and once we switched over it was like it was so much I definitely fun quit me. piano lessons <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that my two sisters reason. quit too like yeah. they, were, they were both in it um yeah then we stopped um yeah 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 exactly yeah just to fast forward because we obviously we've established like where you we came established from the background you are Got you're signed you're signed to epic records mm-hmm. And uh, you released your major label debut EP, Hopeful, last yes. year. Um, how did Epic find you in the first place? Yeah, so my manager threw a boat, threw a boat party. Um, uh, it was for his his uh, company that he had. It was called mm-hmm. Gin and Tonic. Um, but anyways, he had a bunch of people come on this boat party, and I performed, and also this other group, Life of Dylan, performed. And uh, my my A and R Joey Arbogee happened to just be on the boat, and he works at Epic records and he saw me and after that he just hit up my manager for like nine months straight and was like yo let's let's get this going let's get this going oh, and man. finally so they were pursuing you yeah they, yeah but um they were pursuing me there was a lot of other labels and um feeding frenzy there's a bidding war <laughs> yeah yeah there was this little something going on and after a while little, it just I felt like, like epic little something going <laughs> little on something going on there. right over there. Little something going on there um but then um just epic epic just felt right like everyone at epic it just like 
there was just like a connection. Yeah. Like it felt it felt like family. It didn't feel like business or like didn't feel like it was comfortable. record label. It just felt comfortable, yeah. exactly. And I think that's why we went with Epic. Wow. Um, I, I saw that um, there was an interview where you said that you were really close to being done with your like full length album. Yeah. Um, so at that time, ninety percent is the quote. Ninety percent. <laughs> now it's at like ninety-eight percent. Oh, sure. okay. The two percent. It is could like go down. And mastering. Yeah, fans like <laughs> listening. It could also go down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Now uh, it's at ninety-five. Oh, so you're close. Yes. Do you, any idea Very about close. timing at all, or timing? Hopefully, out? in like two months. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say. No, no one in the room. We're getting is, you to say things. I'm that like you, looking around, no, making sure like, this is all safe don't, to don't say. Don't hold AJ to that. Yeah. <laughs> it, release dates are always subject to change. So change. can we talk but about what the vibe, very, very the vibe of the album is like? Yes. So like I was saying earlier, like I'm, I'm turning 18 and like more of my music is becoming more mature. Sure. But um, most of this music um, compared to the EP that I put out, most of this music on this album are songs I wrote. Like ninety mm. percent of the songs, so it's really cool. It's like I'm very, very excited for this project because this is like something I've been working on for like a whole year, and now it's like it's not one song I'm putting out. It's a whole album, a whole yeah. project that I've spent so much time on, time on working, and it's I'm I'm so pumped to this. And it's it. so personal since it's you so did personal. so much writing on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the writing, um, just circling back, uh, so you play piano, mm-hmm. um. Do you play it well enough? I don't take this however you want. You can yeah. shoot me. Do you play it well <laughs> enough to like sort of play it live, like in yeah. concert too? Yeah, definitely. I could. Um, yeah, for for any of the songs, I could probably just hop on the piano and, wow. and, and play them. Like you're about to start a tour. Are you planning on? I am getting on the piano a little I bit am. on stage. For, nice. For a couple of the songs, cool. piano, also guitar. I'm pull out. Awesome. Do you play, play piano, some. guitar, anything else? Um, xylophone. Saxophone. I play the xylophone, the sax. No, just kidding. Cowbell. <laughs> I'm very triangle. good at the cowbell. <laughs> the triangle, I'm the best. Yeah, that's. I, I think. I think all of us are super amazing at the triangle. Yeah, I think. I think we can all. You gotta have rhythm for the triangle, though. Yeah. Are you, uh, so on the tour. Um. So when people hear this, you you might be in the middle of the tour, or depending on when they hear this, there could be some time machine action happening because mm-hmm. you're about to go on the road as we talk now. Yeah, in like a couple days. Yeah, you even have rehearsals. I have today rehearsals for after the this tour. For oh, the tour. you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Katie, right. Katie right. Oh yeah. Sorry. We, I don't know. Yeah. We were talking We've before been talking. we recorded. Katie best, did a pre-interview already. Um, are you going to be? She told me the snacks on. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw snippets of you performing um, on your other previous dates where you're like dancing and there's dancers and stuff. Is that happening too? So no, that's not going to be happening okay. this time. Is there going to be any dancing from you? Because you have upbeat, upbeat material. Yeah, so I'm going to be busting out a couple moves. Couple moves. <laughs> some choreo, some choreo. Nothing, nothing like too dancey. Like I'm, I'm definitely not like a crazy professional. Like I, I don't, I'm not like a crazy dancer at all. You're but more I'm, into the, I'm, the I'm, instruments and been, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll say that I guess. <laughs> you, you can say whatever you want. But the you, fans can do the dancing for you yeah, during exactly. the concert. Exactly. You're allowed to move on stage. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. Yeah. You, you can move. You can move your legs. That's it's right. Fine. That's right. Um. So, um, what else, Katie? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, you have tour. We've established the new albums coming out. Like, what else is on the horizon? What do we need to be looking for from AJ yes. Mitchell? Hmm. Oh man, we we got most of the main things out. Tour, the album. What else do we oh, want? Friends. Oh, what, <laughs> yeah, what, do you guys, what do you guys want? <laughs> what, what, do you what do you need? <laughs> um, did you ever foresee yourself about to turn 18 when, they were, when you were 13 and you were mm-hmm. starting to post stuff on social media? Did you ever think that when you'd be turning 18, you would be effectively on the road, signed to a major label with a hit song? With on a the top radio? 40 hit. Not at all. I thought I was going to be a senior at high school and not knowing what I was going to do with my life. 
<laughs> so like, like to the be rest able, of us yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i was like i don't know maybe i'm gonna work in construction that's that was like my goal um but now i could you know like i said i could do what i love every single day and it's the best thing yeah well that's awesome that's if awesome. i answered your question that sounds like that the perfect note to no. to leave things Sorry. on things are good for aj mitchell yeah, things- <laughs> I, tend, I tend to do that where i like go off the question and i'm like wait did i even wait, answer wait, your question that's the best way to do it <laughs> boom drink my water now. thank you so much for coming in <laughs> today so and so good much. luck with everything thank good luck you. with the tour oh, thank you and we'll talk to you soon let's talk to you soon all my friends are locking it up again to aj we are looking forward to hearing more music from you and you know from hearing about all your adult adventures yeah <laughs> now that you're 18 right now that you can vote what are you gonna do now what are you gonna do now have a cocktail nope you can't <laughs> nope, do that no. you Go can to canada you can wait vote. no you have to be 19 for that too okay never mind you just have some good clean voting fun <laughs> well now it's time for the chart stat of the week Forty years ago this week, when disco was ruling the airwaves and the Billboard Hot 100 chart, the rock band Kiss scored a disco rock hit with I Was Made For Lovin' You. The track bowed on the list dated May 26, 1979 at number 70 and ultimately topped out at number 11 for two weeks, starting on August 11th of that year. It's one of those darn tracks that peak at number 11. For more than one Ugh. week. I mean, really, the worst. You just want to say top 10. It just has such a good ring to you, it. You don't want to say, as we talked about earlier with Ed and Sean and Taylor, you don't want to say number two. Yeah. Like, you don't want to say Even number two, it's 11. wildly impressive, number two. Yes. And number 11 as but well. You're so close you're to saying so top close. 10. You could have been number one. You could have been top 10. You yep. could have been top 20, top yep. 40. But no, you were number two, 11, 21, or 41. <laughs> Anyway, I was made for Lovin' You Pizza number 11 for two weeks in August of 1979. Now, the track was the eighth top 40 hit for the band on the Hot 100, and their final visit to the top 40 until more than a decade later, when they hit the top 10 with the power ballad Forever, co-written by Kisses Paul Stanley and, wait for it, Michael Bolton. Sure. Yeah, you know, power ballads, Michael Bolton, go hand in hand. Of course. Fun fact, I Was Made for Lovin' You was co-written by Stanley Vinnie Poncia, I apologize if I pronounced that last name incorrectly, and Desmond Child. Now, if you're not familiar with Desmond Child's work, you probably Actually, you are. are. You are. <laughs> you just didn't know it. Um, Child would later co-write many uh, songs with Kiss, but also carve out an incredible career co-writing such top 40 hits for other acts like Bon Jovi's You Give Love a Bad Name and Living on a Prayer, Shares Just Like Jesse James with friend of the podcast, Diane Warren, Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady, Ricky Martin's Livin' La Vida Loca, and Katy Perry's Waking Up in Vegas, just to name a few. Yeah. Um, so there you have it. 40 years ago this week, Kisses, I Was Made for Loving You, began its story on the Hot 100. Alrighty. Disco Kiss. What's your. <laughs> I was made for loving you, baby. 
such a great song. Oh man. I I I I weirdly, maybe not weirdly, considering I mean, I don't know. I I like Kiss's hit singles. Yeah. I I really enjoy, you know, I mean, who doesn't like Rock and Roll All Night, Party Every Day, Detroit Rock City, Beth. I'm with you. I mean, Forever was schlock, but it was fun schlock. Yeah, exactly. I think even Kiss knows it's schlock. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they got flack for I was made for loving you to a certain degree because it was like sort of I think seen as like a sellout disco right, hit right. at the time. I'm like, the Rolling Stones did miss you. Exactly. Everyone had their moment. Barbara Rod Streisand, Stewart. Rod Stewart. Rod yeah. Stewart. Rock yeah. and Rod from yeah. the faces. He did Do You Think it I'm did Sexy. Not, did not hurt him. And and if anything, was even cooler now when you look back at it. I think you you, you, you probably have to weather that time mm-hmm. of like some backlash, certainly in the very, like in the early 80s, maybe from like pure raucous. Yeah. But it's the same thing that happens with any rock band now. If a rock band suddenly has a pop hit, yeah, you know, I think you have rock purists that get pissed off because yeah. it's like, oh, like you're selling. I don't know out. where are those people anymore? Rock purists are yeah. they still those people? Maybe maybe things have changed a lot. Like, you know, were people mad at Portugal the man? No, like <laughs> they just had a big ass hit. Did anyone really know of Portugal the man so much beforehand? I, when I worked at MTV, we covered them like a decade ago, like when they were just a struggling indie band. And then that song, I was like, really, Portugal the man? Like I I'd been hearing about them for years. I feel like Red Hot Chili Peppers got a lot of flack when they had really popular hits with mm. Under the Bridge and mm. Give It Away. See, well, and I didn't know they existed until then. Oh, you know I, mean, what I mean, I knew of them before that because they were on MTV with the Higher Ground mm-hmm. and the stuff from the Mother's Milk album. But yeah. they had already had like two albums before that or something. I just think the idea of purism in any sense is so dumb because as we've learned, it's, you know, there's a whole world out there and pop is just like what's popular. It doesn't mean, yeah. you know. Does it mean a drum machine or whatever? And after all, Max Martin, who we talked about in last week's show with Drax Project, he used to be like in a sort of hair metal band exactly. in the 80s. I love that we brought that up twice in two episodes now. Remember Max Martin's metal days? <laughs> who doesn't? Um, okay, any parting words? Or, the, or were those our parting words? I think those were definitely our parting um, words. Like, let's just but what do we go out on? Fall into a hole talking about like rock purists and right? kisses disco classics should we do oh maybe we should do um what'd you say rolling stones uh miss Miss you you? yeah yeah let's do that one yeah okay bye hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus